It's Thursday, June 1, 2017. As of today, the United States will cease all implementation of the non-binding Paris Accord and the draconian financial and economic burdens the agreement imposes on our country. Green News Report special coverage. Au revoir, Paris. Donald Trump withdraws the U.S. from the historic Paris Climate Agreement. That amazing story and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. At what point do they start laughing at us as a country? Mm, I'd say now. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, an historic day concerning an historic accord and an historic speech that took place just moments ago before airtime by Donald Trump in the White House Rose Garden. Yes, that's right. On Thursday afternoon, President Donald Trump, who famously called climate change a hoax invented by China, announced that he is sticking with his campaign promise to withdraw the United States from the United Nations Paris Agreement on Climate Change, the landmark global agreement signed in 2015 by 192 nations to cut the carbon emissions that cause dangerous global warming. The United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord Thank you. But begin negotiations to re-enter either the Paris Accord or in really entirely new transaction on terms that are fair to the United States, its businesses, its workers, its people, its taxpayers. So we're getting out. Trump justified the decision with wildly inaccurate claims and outright falsehoods, far too many to debunk here, misleading Americans on the treaty and its impacts on the United States. Withdrawal is a victory for the nationalist wing among Trump's White House advisors, and it's a victory for the fossil fuel industry's decades-long disinformation campaign to cast doubt on climate science. Renegotiating is a non-starter. The current agreement itself took 20 years, and France, Germany, and Italy immediately after the speech issued a joint statement declaring that the agreement cannot be renegotiated. The Paris exit has major long-term repercussions for our foreign relations, our global competitiveness, and of course pollution and the planet. Trump's formal exit will take at minimum four years, and the earliest it could take effect is November 4th, 2020, the day after the next presidential election. That makes the next presidential election even more important than it might have already been. An unusually broad spectrum of voices tried to convince Trump to stay in the global accord. Foreign leaders from Europe to the Pope to India to China warned Trump repeatedly that U.S. diplomatic relations will be severely damaged. One former White House official asked Politico, quote, how will global leaders ever trust the U.S. again to keep our word as a nation? Major corporations like Google, Apple, PG&E, Dow Chemical warned Trump that withdrawal will disadvantage America and its economy, hurt U.S. global competitiveness, and shut us out of global clean energy jobs. Even oil giants like Exxon and Chevron tried to convince Trump to stay in to, quote, keep a seat at the table. Seventy percent of Americans wanted the U.S. to remain in the agreement, and that includes a majority of Republican voters. Which is kind of amazing when you think about it and how disinformation 
informed they have been about climate over the years. In the long term, U.S. withdrawal is hugely consequential for the planet. We're already seeing accelerating impacts like rising seas and deadly extreme weather events. A new analysis by the Associated Press projects that a rogue United States could add up to a third of a degree Celsius of additional warming all by ourselves, meaning the world will have a far more difficult time avoiding dangerous and irreversible impacts of warming. Which, of course, is just a tiny, tiny, tiny amount, as Donald Trump said today, as as if it was completely meaningless. Demonstrating he does not understand the science. The U.S. withdrawal could lead to backsliding among other nations, but leaders around the world affirmed their own country's commitments this week. The European Union and China on Friday will announce a new partnership on climate action, what the Financial Times called, quote, a stark realignment of forces. And states and cities are forging ahead with climate action, like California Governor Jerry Brown in an interview Wednesday with the L.A. Times. California will do everything it can to not only stay the course, but to build more support in other states, other provinces, and with other countries. So Trump can undermine the Paris Agreement, but he can't kill it. To be clear, the Paris Agreement targets were not enough to avoid catastrophic warming impacts. It was only a start, a framework. Trump's move is a major setback, but a future U.S. president can can rejoin it. The Paris Agreement is a framework for transitioning to clean energy, and regardless of what Trump does, the market is moving away from fossil fuels. And moving away from Donald Trump. This decision ends up hurting the nation as much or more than it hurts the planet, in truth. For much more on that story and all the ones that we couldn't get to at all today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your special coverage, Green News Report. You're going to keep on fooling around now, baby. You're going to mess up a good thing. You're going to mess up a good thing.